The Money Show. The Science of. It's the science of savings and investments this evening. It is Savings Month. And Old Mutual does interesting research every year, which looks at South Africans' attitude towards saving and investment, the ability of South Africans to save and invest. And every year it comes out with more and more depressing research as to why we don't save and invest. And we keep telling people how important it is to invest and to save. And to and we, we get Warren Ingram in on a regular basis, former financial planner of the year, and he tells you how important it is. And he tells you about the benefits and he tells you about compound interest. And we bring Julia in and we'll do that again on Thursday. We'll tell a magnificent story as to how successful she has been as an investor. And she really probably doesn't ever need to invest another cent and she'll be fine in her retirement one day. She's very young. Uh, she's in her mid-30s. But for most of us, we just don't save enough. Lynette Nicholson is research manager at Old Mutual. Now, take me through the parameters of the research you do, how many tens of thousands of people <laughs> you interview. Because this research thing, you've got to get it absolutely right to get a plausible sample uh, and to get an accurate picture of what the savings picture in South Africa looks like. Sure. Thanks, Bruce. Um, yeah, so what we do is we've been doing, this is our 11th edition. We haven't been doing it for 11 years. Some of the previous, uh, early years we did two uh, surveys per year just to build up a, a data set. Um, and we really, we go to 1,000 working metropolitan households. So that's quite important. Scope of the survey is not rural and it's not unemployed. It's uh, working metropolitan people, seven metropolitan areas, a thousand um, households, and um, we. So, so yes. this is in a, this is a, already a very narrow market. Yes. This isn't overall across the entire fifty-five million people living in South Africa. This is the privileged fifteen million who have got jobs and the potential to save. Now, of those 15 million, probably only 7 million pay any kind of uh, uh, PAYE because they earn over the threshold as to where where they start needing to file tax returns and things. So we're talking about a tiny sample of a tiny sample of people with capacity to actually save. And that's the important thing, with the capacity to save. Um, Of course, as we go down the income category, one can question whether that capacity is there or not. But certainly these are people bringing in an income per month. So they are the better off. So again, in terms of representativity of South Africa's demography, South Africa's geography, we've got a good national spread. Um, do we have a good racial spread yes. as to who's saving what? Absolutely. So the data is weighted back using AMPS to the um, to to be representative, and um, absolutely. So within that, I think we just looked at the figures previously. We have obviously the majority of that is black households. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it's representative of working. How are we seeing the the in terms of the racial profile of South Africa, savings and investments habits changing, if at all? We'd, yeah, it's, it's interesting. The the racial habits, um, uh, there's not not a lot of difference there except, well, let me first say except, except, except in terms of informal savings. So informal savings, there are four um, categories in the bucket, stock fells, burial societies, um, grocery schemes and bank, and unbanked savings, money under the mattress. And, and it, it's that segment which there's some people in South Africa argue there's 100 billion rand in cash yeah. sitting in South Africa potentially. Mm. Nobody mm. knows, mm. but it's, it's a good guesstimate. I mean, and that's a vast amount of money which organizations like yours would love to get their clutches on and formalize and, and help grow and charge fees on. Uh, absolutely. Our latest 
estimate wasn't close to a hundred thousand. It was close to about fifty. Oh, sorry, no million. About fifty million. Fifty is million in or, a rotation. Or, no, fifty billion. In, sorry, fifty billion, billion is billion. in. Sorry, yes, thank you. Is in. Um, Stock fells are being put into stock fells, whether that is money um, in rotation or whether some of that's been put into financial institutions. It's all in the in the pot. Yeah. I mean, so for for when when it comes to then the impact that a a slowing economy, Mm. households are struggling, Mm. people are making financial choices. They are maybe still going on holiday, but they're going on holiday to less uh, flashy places mm. for shorter periods of time. Mm. They are cutting their cloth mm. probably more than at any other point in the last 10 years. Sure. So holidays is the big loser um, in our latest survey. People saying that's the, the biggest thing that they're cutting back on. Holidays. Then we have entertainment, um, either going out to be entertained um, or even entertaining in your own home, which we, uh, most of us know sometimes costs more than going out. They can, yeah. Yes. Um, and then we have uh, clothes and clothes and shoes. We have um, cutting back on um, beauty and hair. Um, I know in my case, yes, yes absolutely. Yes, um, And cutting back on, on um, quite, a, quite a few of the luxuries. Interestingly, um, the winner... As, as we would call it in this category, is uh, DSTV and Mnet. Not so many people cutting back on DSTV and Mnet. <laughs> well, I mean, relatively speaking, if you're cutting back on all of the fun stuff in yes. your life, it becomes Absolutely. a cheaper alternative for, say, 30 bucks a day. You can entertain your family rather than taking them out and mm. entertaining them. So it becomes, uh, uh, I mean, as though people resent paying that particular bill, it's one of the last things people will get rid of because it is that cheaper alternative. Correct. So, so that's what, uh, one that doesn't see too much of a of a decline. Um, but we even some of the essentials that we've called essentials. So, a lot um, of of, of uh, decline in assistance payments to family. Um, so, I'm helping my parents, or I'm helping my siblings. Sorry, guys, we can't help anymore. Absolutely. Or I can help less. Or charity begins at home and it begins at my home, not yours. Yes. Um, Armed response. Armed response is another one. People cutting back on. That's a big one for South Africans who become, it's in most cases probably a false sense of security, but it's nice to know there's some backup somewhere where the people who get robbed in their homes tell you how quickly it happens. And by the time you realize it's happening, um, it's either over or it's too late to to alert the armed response. But people like the insurance policy. But when it comes to investment products and insurance Mm. products and things, Mm. are we seeing money leaving there? Um, Not a to a great deal, not a great deal at all. A little bit in terms of um, perhaps education policies amongst parents. Um, but then, you know, some of them will say, well, I'm not saving in an education policy. I'm saving discretionary, mm. discretionarily for education. Mm. Uh, but again, it's about making choices. Absolutely. But are we seeing the financial sector as a result of a slowdown in the economy struggling at all? Or are people still committed to their savings? I think contractual savings. Um, have a better uh, a result or people are less inclined to to pull back on those. Interestingly, though, um, in the sample, which is working metropolitan, only 58% of these people contribute to a pension or provident fund. Um, that is surprisingly low. Yeah, surprisingly low. Of course, then we have um, those contributing to an RA. 
people you know a lot of the, the 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 comments that we get is maybe if you're not contributing to a pension or provident fund you're contributing to an ra so you're still covering yourself somehow we do we do dedupe those two um statistical terms and uh i think the latest figure is 38 close to 40 percent have neither an ra nor contribute to a pension or provident now what does that tell you about what happens 10, 20, mm, 30 exactly. years from now in a society where say, our savings rate as a whole is incredibly low. Well, what it's going to tell you is that people are going to be dependent on... Someone. 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 And interestingly as well, the youth, um, and we call youth the 18 to 30-year-olds, um, they have a great realization that they are going to have to take care of somebody some family member, some parent, some somebody in the future. Three out of four of them. But are they doing anything about it now? Or, uh, yeah. or are, they, are they saying, oh, at some point I'm going to have to look, mm. so I better have some fun now and spend my money. Mm. I think that, that, <laughs> that's, that's a brilliant point, and I don't think they are. Okay, it's the real pressures that you're finding yourself under in South Africa um, in a, the second decade of the 21st century where the economy is growing. It's maybe half a percentage point a year where you're not getting the wage increases perhaps you were getting, where Kosatu is asking member unions to hold back on big wage demands and to think about the sustainability of jobs, where we're going into a global environment where growth is not a given. There is no guarantee on growth. Wayne McCurry from Momentum was making the point earlier that we look at the the bond yields in six European countries and and five European countries, including Britain and Australia, and these are going into negative territory. You're paying the central banks to deposit money with them simply because 10-year bonds are are, are, are worth nothing in, in developed markets. So what is your savings experience? What are your savings concerns? What are your questions about saving? Is there anything that we're not covering that you would like to talk to Lynette Nicholson about? She is research manager at Old Mutual. It is the science of saving. It is Savings Month, 021-446-0567, Audible one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Timothy in Santon, you want to talk about the research? Hello. Hi, good evening, Bruce, and uh, good evening to your guest. I'm actually listening, and I find actually his research very skewed. And my question is actually based on, you know, uh, her research to, you Thank know, you. to find out exactly which race did he actually use just to conduct, you know, um, her research. Because I find her actually mentioning two very important points. One, you know, she said that, you know, some point the youth is going to look after their parents and, you know, Going into, you know, race again, black people are the ones that actually look after, you know, their parents. You know, so I actually want to find out if, you know, um, it was actually done with all race or it was only a bunch of black people that were actually put (laughs) in one room and conducted (laughs) the research and come up with it. Because, you know, that's what we know, Bruce. Timothy, I mean, as far as research goes, we did, we started this particular segment talking about the parameters of the research. It was a thousand, it was a thousand people across the country, seven different metropolitan areas across race groups, just to, 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 to soothe you on that particular point but i will ask her the youth question what was the second question timothy um oh, okay the other question actually gone you know but okay. then you know it was also related to actually race because it was actually saying that you know some point we have to look i mean we look after our parents you know i mean as black you know people we look after our parents and i think he you know he, um, you know she said that you know she you know the youth actually is realizing that they're actually looking after 
you know, their parents. Okay. I'll and, ask, you know, Timothy, you, you, you've, you've, made, yes, you've made the point. Spending. Made the point. Thank you, Timothy, very much. Um, uh, Timothy is saying, who did you talk to? Yes. And which youth? And I saw you shaking your head quite vigorously. Um, <laughs> just to respond to Timothy's point. Uh, evening, Timothy. Thank you for the question. So um, our survey covers across the board. It's not only black youth. It is um, youth of all um, races, and it, the data is weighted according to the representative sample, uh, the represent, to be representative of the race. It's, it's, it's weighted by race, it's weighted by income, um, and it's rated by, uh, weighted by other different demographics. So I think what I'd like to say is absolutely, I, uh, I hear what you're saying about you know, black youth um, take care of their parents, but I think if you look at our results, which are more than welcome, uh, you're more than welcome to see, and I'm more than willing to send to you, you will start realizing that it's not only the black youth. We see across the board in our survey that more and more it's becoming not only um, a, a, a black issue that um, that 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 in terms of taking care of parents, it's actually becoming. Um, a, 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 if I can say, a universal issue in South Africa. Okay. I mean, that, that, and it, 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 maybe it's a universal issue. Maybe it's an issue worldwide where you've got many of the baby boomer parents, especially in many developed, developed countries where property prices have gone mad, uh, places like London, lots of European cities. You've got to separate the two now because they're separate. Um, <laughs> that um, you've got baby boomer parents helping their kids buy houses now. But at some point, those kids may be responsible for the parents. Absolutely. Um, and it, it's a worldwide trend. And the only way to... Um, sort of break that cycle is to invest and invest for the long term. But investing is a hard thing to do. When you measure attitudes of South Africans towards delayed gratification, and a big fight with Kosato about this last year when uh, Kosato stood up against government's uh, uh, pension reforms and said, no, 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 this is our money. You don't take our money away from us and ask us to wait. We already earn very small wages. You, you want to take money away from us now for a future we might not have. You must be joking. Um, and Kosato pushed back very, very strongly mm. against government's pension reform. So we're not seeing those reforms coming through just yet. Mm. What are South Africans' attitudes towards delayed gratification? Are you asking me? Yes, I am. Oh, you're asking me. I'm looking at you. A delayed gl- gratification. Well, I think um, I don't think that we are very good at delayed gratification. I think we want instant gratification, mm. to be um, very mm. honest. Which is why we don't save for exactly. the long term. So, you know, we always say that there, there are a number of, of, of elements in the pot when it comes to saving. And one of those is the earlier you start um, is going to be key to, to how, you, how it ends, ends up at the end. Um, and the earlier you start, we meaning the minute you start working, which could be 22, 21, 22. But which is the last thing on your mind at age 22, Absolutely. 21, which is why the Julia story, which you should listen to, Lynette. I can't believe you don't know who Julia is. We're going to introduce you to Julia yes, on please. Thursday night, just after 7 o'clock. Julia, our savings machine, um, who has put away a third of her savings since the age of 27, it's 10 years later, um, and, and she's done absolutely brilliantly. Uh, the, the the issue of procrastination. Absolutely. Is if procrastination is the thief of time and if time is money, then procrastination is the thief of money, right? Yeah. Yes. We asked last year, we didn't do it this year, the Z generation, which is an interesting one. It's... Um, who is the Z generation? Yeah, the Z, you know the Y generation? Yes, why? Yes, Y. Um, Z is uh, those aged 18 to 23. 
Okay. okay. Um, and we said to them, what is the biggest item that you are saving for? And when we asked the audience, when we presented, of course they said cars, homes, mm -mm, the latest electronic um, device that I can get. Um, and, and, and that speaks, I think, to your kind of uh, instant gratification or delayed gratification. The, 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 the mindset is very here and now. I want the best here and now. Um, so, yeah, it, it is a big problem. Only 38% of the youth at the moment contribute to a pension or provident fund. That's the 18 to 30-year-olds? Yeah, that's it. Okay. So mandatory savings, you would support a call for that. Mm -hmm. And you would support a call for all of us should be obliged Absolutely. to put away money for that future, certain or, un or uncertain, because procrastination. Uh, are enough people saving enough for retirement? No. Is there a small clique of people saving enough for retirement? I'm sure there are. Um, our, our survey kind of looks at the broad spectrum of people. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think that uh, what are the figures around about 6%, they say, of people can retire comfortably. Six. So they say about six when they get to retire, can retire comfortably. Um, uh, you talk about in the retirement industry replacement ratios. Mm. So people who can mm. retire at, say, 75% yes. yes. of their last paycheck. Yes. And they would get that 75% for as yes. long as they um, yes. are still with us. Correct. Um, so, as we said, as I was, as I was saying, um, Rian LaRue, who was presenting with me today. He's uh, the economist at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Chief yes. economist. Um, there are three things that, that determine this. How much you save, how long you save for, and, and what the markets are doing. Now, we don't really have control over what the markets are doing. But we do have control about how much we save and when we start um, and those are the two things that we really should be, be, be focusing on. Teach our children to save from an early age. There should be, there should be uh, subjects in schools, in primary schools, around saving. You're speaking my language, but why are, you, why, why are we not seeing the development of those programs? Why isn't there a yeah. concerted drive? Mm. I mean, is, mm. is it an industry problem? Is it an education department problem? Um, we see some very progressive thinking. Panyasa mm. Sufi, mm. the MEC mm. for Education in Gauteng, mm. getting tablets into schools. Mm. I mean, the curriculum is, it, it, a lot of kids struggle with the curriculum as it is. Teachers might struggle to mm. teach the issues of financial education, mm. but surely we can introduce something somehow. Would love to. Would love to. I, I don't have an answer to that question no. that you're posing. Uh, we had quite a few people at our um, uh, presentation today who are actually looking at that exact thing. But if the only lesson anybody learned mm. at school was the lesson of compound interest, um, it would be uh, probably 100 steps ahead already. Correct. Compound interest and understanding the con – and not only for children, for, for parents. No, completely. To, to understand the concept of compound interest. Let them understand first and then take it to their children. Absolutely, it would be a, a, a streak ahead. It's a, it's a really fascinating research because South Africa, we, 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 we're very, very short-term in the way in which we think about money. We're very short-term about whether or not we'll be, even be around to spend the money in our old age. And so many of us, are we also embarrassed about our lack of financial knowledge, our inability to understand the jargon? And quite frankly, often the financial industry talks down to people. Yeah, and um, we didn't present it today. We've presented it in, in previous years where we actually say to people, why don't you go and seek our financial advice? Why don't you mm. go and seek guidance? So, uh, I'm a bit embarrassed. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a bit embarrassed about my financial situation and then telling it to somebody else who might be there to judge me. Yeah. Um, ah, you know, it's not a nice place to be in. And specifically now in the tough financial. Um, mm. But that's exactly the time that one needs to go and do that. So, yes, it is. It is a, it is a nation. Have we seen any fundamental shifts over the last couple of years in our attitudes towards money? Are our attitudes improving? Are we flatlining in terms of attitudes? Mm. I think um, I think as in what always happens when push comes to shove, as it is now, we're starting to see people saying, oh, okay, now I need to budget. Now I need to push back. What can I do? I mean, that's a good thing. So let's not be all doom and gloom. That's a good thing as long as we keep it up and we, we live within our means. So that we've seen a, 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 a shift a positive shift towards over the last few years. But those means don't include a savings plan. They may. They may. Because by cutting down, you then um, have you, you have to cover what, what you're not covering, but then you can save. So it may include a saving plan. But, but. the trends tell you probably few, are fewer households saving or more households saving? Fewer. 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 So South Africans are... Financially worse off on a day-to-day basis. Long term, the trends are suggesting that as a broad group of 55 to 60 million people, we are stealing from our own collective future. We are going to be dependent on somebody else. It could be the state. And good luck living on the the, the, the future equivalent of 1,250 rand a month. Um, it, it could be your children. It could be your grandchildren mm. that you will depend on. Mm. And in the fourth industrial revolution, where they're going to get the jobs from to support us? Correct. Are we headed for a calamity then? Financial Armageddon. You're the researcher. You're not going to give me an answer on that one. But but she looks. She's got that look on her face which suggests, "Oh, look at this! This is a blooming mess." Fair comment. Look, I mean, are our savings in a mess relative to other countries in the world? Relative to other countries, um, I think our savings uh, situation requires a lot of work. I mean, and there's no lack of effort. I mean, I I just look at what the National Treasury has done in terms of trying to change legislation to force savings. I I look at the tax-free savings account, the TSFs, the investment vehicles. Mm -hmm. All the incentives are Mm -hmm. there. So is it a question of income or is it a question of needs versus wants? Mm -hmm. Our wants are considerably higher than our needs and we are unable Mm -hmm. to... Delay those wants. Yeah, I think it's 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 a double sided. There, there's the ability to save and the willingness to save. So there are some people that are not do not have the ability to save, but a lot of the working people in South Africa have the ability to save, but not the willingness to save. And what I mean by willingness is the mindset. Let's not go out. Let's not buy that cappuccino every morning. I know, I know. Uh, Twenty rand a morning, a hundred rand a week, four hundred rand a month. I can go into a saving. It's, happy it's the Bruce, willing. Happy Bruce versus grumpy Bruce. No caffeine, not good. Instant gratification. No, no. Survival <laughs> <laughs> for everyone around me. Lynette Nicholson, thanks so much for coming through. Nice to see you. Uh, the Old Mutual Savings Monitor. You will find the research online if you look for it. She's research manager at Old Mutual. It's the science of saving this evening. Savings and investment in, in savings month. And it, it looks like we're going backwards at a, at a terrifying rate. Despite lots of attempts, lots of attempts to improve our situation. Googs has wafted into the studio. She's, she's wearing her a pot rope necklace this evening um, and she is not wearing slippers which is always good and she's telling us what's happening on I've never talk. been described as wafting into a room well, you were wafting was I yes and wafting's positive
Okay. It's wonderful. It's wafting. It's very genteel and relaxed. I think I'm going to insist on that from now on. To and be you've described run out of time. wafting. Well, we do have three hours to waft on the wireless. Oh, waft away. Mm. That's on Night Talk. Wafting tonight between <laughs> 8 and 11. That's it from The Money Show. Enough wafting from us. Good night. Good night.